Expecto Podtronecast! Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls! On today's episode, our topic is... Magical paintings and pictures. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Welcome back to Mischief Managed. Thanks for joining us again. (laughs) Hello. I assume it's not your first time, but it could be. If it is, we'll We'll be gentle. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Who starts with episode nine? Lucky, lucky people. Because they'll be hear this and they'll feel super special. And then they get to go back and listen to eight episodes. <gasps> what a magical journey. What would it be lot. like listening to them backwards? Um, we get confusing. progressively less confident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our follower count goes down. Yeah. <laughs> We're really happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> We're back down. <laughs> Woo. Thank God. So anyway, but we appreciate you guys listening in whatever order. It's up to you. Choose, Choose your own adventure. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so. Got well, the original group back today. Yeah. Hey-o. No guests. The, the OG. Yeah. If you, um, if you like us for our guests, then you will be sorely disappointed. We're really just setting the bar for disappointment, I think, for this one, or at least. It's a good I way to be. I'm trying yeah. to just. Honestly, I thought this was our best one yet. Oh. We just started, but, you know. (laughs) We're doing really good so far, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's just us, which is lovely. But we don't have anyone to introduce. So, obviously, we record our podcasts a little earlier than they come out. Right now, it is uh, the end of April. and. um, But you knew that. Because they're there. They're in the end of April right now. We're not. Shut up, Craig. What are you talking about? <laughs> Today is the end of April. Wait, what? It's the 30th of April. Oh. Yeah, your taxes are due. <laughs> if you're in Canada. When are they listening to it? <laughs> Sorry then? for the delayed uh, heads up. In the middle of May, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I just woke up. So. Oh. Taxes are two weeks late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this and you think it's the end of April, your taxes are late. <laughs> Uh, um, so we just got really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just got like adultish. Um, but anyway, uh, this is the first podcast we're recording since the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them trailer came out, the new one. Woo! And it's so exciting. I'm thrilled with it. I'm thrilled. I can't get enough of it. I can't so wait. Happy. I really can't wait. I just want that theme music to play in my life. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything would feel so important and epic. Just, just like epic. brushing your teeth or like doing your taxes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is going so well. <laughs> That's why Laura got her taxes done today because she had that trailer playing on in the background. Yeah. The epic music. I wish. <laughs> I can't wait to see the magical world, which is always kind of portrayed as being a little more medieval than the world around it, mm. but it's going to be in the 40s. So 20s. Tw- 20s. 20s, okay. So it's going to be a little closer, like yeah. it's not going to be modern day mixed with magic. So I think that'll be really neat to see. 
Yeah, it's super interesting. It's sort of like, um, have any of you guys read the Outlander series or seen Mm -hmm. the TV show? Mm -hmm. It's sort of like that because like it's set in 1945 and then the woman time travels back to 1745. Yeah. So it's like they're both period things like but one is like, I don't know. It's like they're both the past, but one's (laughs) further away than the other one. (laughs) This must be like it. Good, good math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both behind us, but one is further. <laughs> Thank you for placing us in that timeline properly, Katie. The cool thing about this, though, is that like <laughs> it's always fun to do a period piece and go back to the 20s, but then also to make it magical. So what did yeah. the magical world look like in the 20s? It's like a, it's, like it's going to be goddamn beautiful. Oh, I feel man. like it looked the same. They should just reuse the set from like Leaky Cauldron if he ever goes in there. I guess it's all in New York. But. Yeah. I love the like little shout out about Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. So like when we talked about Dumbledore maybe playing a role, um, looks pretty exciting. So he's already a teacher at mm-hmm. Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Um, Has anyone seen the IMDb for this? Do we know if they've cast someone? I'm not I looking. I think it's a super secret. Yeah? yeah. I really want it to be a surprise. Me too. You know what would break my heart? If it's Michael Gambon. Because <laughs> yeah. he played himself in the flashback where in yeah. 1940 or 1938 or whatever it was when he goes to pick up Little Riddle. <laughs> yeah. Little, little Riddle. There's, there's no source material for him this time except for the script. So maybe it would actually work out because, you know, younger Dumbledore would have a bit more vigor to him. So maybe yeah. it would work out. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Maybe it would Gambon be a little Dora. different. Gamba and Dora might actually fit in. Yeah. He might, we might be sold. He might have first refusal oh. in his contract, so it might have to be, but this can is you, boring. Can you, you tell can the people what, what first refusal is? Because I don't know. Does that mean that it, it has to be offered yeah. to them first? Yeah, if he's got a loyalty um, a loyalty clause in his contract when he signed on for the Harry Potter movies, there could be a section. I mean, I have no idea and I don't know if this is open to the public, but there could be a section in his contract that says, if anything down the line comes back and you are still available and willing for the role, you have first right of refusal. Hmm. So they have to offer it to him first. But this is new material. Like this wasn't, this yeah. wasn't even. It's not well, like it may have been signing on for six of the yeah, seven Harry Potter but books. Then again, you know, eight movies. Contracts but, uh, are stupid like yeah. that. It's true. It could be. It's. Uh, it is the same role, though. Yeah, that's, See, that's yeah. where it comes. It's written that's by JK. Yeah, tricky. Yeah. Then again, Warner Brothers owns everything, and if they say nope, don't want you, then you're not wanted. So <laughs> well, and it's twenty years earlier than mm-hmm. we played in the him. flashback. Yeah, so true. although I don't Maybe. think you've changed that much, I don't know. Here's fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> At least I am. I who who would we rather play him? I honestly kind of like want Stephen Fry to. Oh, but I don't know. No. His gam- his Dumble. I almost said Gambondor for real. <laughs> <laughs> his, his, his Dumbledore in the books, I think, is really really wonderful. I just yeah. like his voice is Dumbledore to me. Like physically, it's like sort of he's not what I pictured as Dumbledore, yeah. certainly, but. I don't know. I just love him. Seeing him in the another new trailer with a little bit of facial hair. Um, oh wow! How am I spacing on the name? Benedict Cumberbatch Aww. for like if he had a full beard <laughs> and stash. Can he even? Oh wow! Can he even? Yeah, maybe. Well, well I, I mean, it'd be it'd yeah. be a fake anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a fake. That, it, but could work. <laughs> 
I would like I would absolutely love Benedict Cumberbatch. That would, yeah. I've never thought Double of that. Like, it's one of those things where I thought of it and I was like, it's they just too much to him. hope for. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. One person can't be all of that. Mm-hmm. Can't be all of the things. I've stayed away from all things IMDb and I don't want to be spoiled. I really don't. I want to just show up and be like, what? I know. It's so far away, I though. Know. I know. But less far when you're actually listening to this from yeah. when we recorded it. <laughs> you future people are so lucky. <laughs> There's two weeks less to wait than us at the present moment. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that jealous note... Oh, by the way, I just have to say it because we talked about magical creatures before. Mm. There is a Niffler in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I, we finally get to see Nifflers and he's cute and he's got a purse and he's skidding across the floor. And <laughs> I want to have him for my own. <laughs> we'll get you a nice little stuffed animal once the merch hits. Yeah. yeah. Shit, yeah. <laughs> the merch, the merch. Maybe, maybe we'll be famous enough by then that they'll just <laughs> give it to us. Swag. <laughs> I want the merch. Yeah, they're Mischief like... Managed Podcast brought to you by Niffler Merch. <laughs> uh. Sniff your way to riches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of a perfume ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like good. it. Oh, God. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Anyways. Um, it's time for another Meet Your Podcasters. So on a previous episode, we mentioned something about being on the back of a character's head. Like Um, Voldemort? Yeah, like like Voldemort. Remember that time? (laughs) Throwback to book one. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, I guess Quirrell's out because, you know, he's taken. (laughs) Um, But we're going to go around and just say which Harry Potter character we'd like to live on the back of the head of. Because we can. <laughs> Who would you want to possess and yeah. just always be near and witness mm-hmm. everything they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my first question before mm-hmm. we get into okay. it is, um, do you share like a telepathic link? Like you can like hear what they're thinking, do you think? Mm. Or is it just like one-way radio? I honestly think mm. it, it you can if you want to, sort of like how like Harry and, and Voldemort's connection. Because like you're possessing they can souls. see each other's thoughts if they want to or if the other is feeling a very strong emotion, but I feel like it wouldn't be an all-the-time thing. Because okay. you got to have your own little Voldemort thoughts on the back yeah. of the head. Yeah, I guess you yeah. got a nap. You have a nap. I mean, being He's a so tired. tumor must be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Does it, what do you guys think? I think Let's you just you can turn it, it on or turn it off. Like I doubt Voldemort it. Can, yeah. I think you're just stuck on like... You're just like twinsies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you're or just is it more like a shoulder it. angel slash devil? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's so calm. More so devil. Yeah. I don't know. Does anyone want to go? Does anyone have one? I got one. Yeah, you got go one? Right. I got one, but I didn't think in that depth that you just brought up. So mm. now I'm like, hmm. But I'm still going to stick with mine. I would be on the back of the head of Hagrid. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be so comfortable. I would be so comfortable. <laughs> You'd be way Plenty up of room. There. I'd be way <laughs> up there. I could see everything. And also, the immediate reason I had that was because he sees a lot of shit. Like, he goes into the forest daily. He gets to go visit the giants. He's, like, on the inside loop, but doesn't have too much responsibility. Like, it's not like being on the back of Dumbledore's head where you're, like, you're going to be in some scary situations. 
Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't be able to interrupt Dumbledore too much. He's like, shut up. I'm actually thinking right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. You'd just be holding but then we'd get back. like some nice time of like gardening and hanging out with Buckbeak and like working with dragon eggs and doing <laughs> goofy things. But Quirrell was bald. Does that mean yeah. Hagrid gets a bald patch where your face is? Or do you have long hair growing out of your face? Constantly? I would tuck it. I would have ears and I'd tuck it behind my ears. Yeah, no, like I think her face would be <laughs> not hairy. I think the hair would grow around her face. Okay. It could maybe cover her face. Like a blanket. Yeah. Hagrid so chose. Yeah. He didn't need to wear it. You could any, be a sock but... bun. Yeah. Yeah, because how are you going to put it behind your ears without hands? <laughs> You'd, You'd have need to do help. it. Yeah. yeah, and when I'm annoying him, he would he would shake his head with his big fingers poking you in the eye, trying to move the hair. I want to I want to film that like the blowing of the hair out of my sneezing randomly. Yeah, Hagrid's mine. That's great. We can we can definitely do that. We'll make a cinemagraph for you. Coming soon. Anyone else? I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. Um, mine would be Minerva McGonagall. Ooh, I just feel like. I want to know more about her life. Like, I want to be there before before we see her. I want to just, like, be with her when she's, like, grading papers and shit. Like, I want to, like, see all of her classes where she's, like, mean to first years and shit. Like, I just want to be there and be like, (laughs) she's such a bad bitch and she's so great. And, like, she's, like, so sassy. You want downtime, McGonagall. I want downtime, McGonagall. And I just want to, like, be there. When she animaguses down into a cat, are you a little face on the back of the cat as well? Or maybe just, like, the fur, um, Actually, like, the pattern changes to your face? I think that you're not. Okay. I think that you stop being a face in the back of the head because Voldemort possesses Nagini. Mm. Mm in the forest and shit mm-hmm. and he takes like the little rodents and, and whatnot he, he's constantly possessing him when he's like he takes all, over control almost completely up in uh yeah but it's like but, a, a, a voldemort human mind versus an yeah. animal mind I but think the that's mind different. in the cat is still mcgonagall yeah exactly um oh god i don't know then <laughs> maybe you're the cat butt <laughs> aww <laughs> one brown eye <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, that hmm. turns strange, but yeah, I still good stick one. by it. I, That's a good I think one. She's, she'd be fun to just like chill out on the back of her head. <laughs> How about you guys? Um, good one. Do you want to go or should I go? Mm, I'll go. I have two. I think I can't choose between them. First is Peeves. Yes. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that would work, though, because he's dead, right? Yeah, but what if I was there when he died and already part of him? He's not would dead. He's just... a poltergeist. Oh, yeah. He, well, he never died. He never lived. A... Is that it's what a poltergeist is? also a is? dead yeah. thing, just so you know. Evil spirit. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'll dead. be that. I'll be on the back of his head and just cause him mischief. I thought either him or... Madam Hooch, and we'd oh. be the greatest Quidditch referees because no oh, one would good. get anything oh, past us because yeah. we'd have that's eyes smart. in the back of her head. That's oh, smart. Yeah. That'd good be tactic. great. Yeah. <laughs> that would also be great for McGonagall, too, because then the students would be like, does she have eyes on the back of her head? <laughs> yeah. 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 Literally, like, literally yes. you guys. Yeah. Yes. That's like another person. <laughs> they talk. Well, that's great. Yeah. All right. You- um, for me, I, I feel like this might be an obvious choice, but I'm going to go with Luna Lovegood. Um, I just 
I kind of just want to know, like, I'm sure that in her own mind, everything is perfectly logical. Yeah. (laughs) So I kind of just want to be there while all of those ideas are happening. And then she'll just say things and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, actually, that makes total sense. But then everyone else is like, uh, what? (laughs) Yeah, I I totally see Luna Lovegood because, like, it'd be fun to see, like, her life at home. Mm -hmm. You know, we get a little glimpse of it when we see her room. Like, it's so, so fucking cute, you guys. And uh, I I like to know how she interacts with other people. We don't really see see that except like with the the people we we know the gryffindors Mm -hmm. but like i want to see she's just so spacey i'm sure there's a lot happening on the inside so oh my god you guys then you'd be privy to the conversation that the sorting hat had with her oh yeah that'd be fun yeah i don't i think that would have been similar to draco slam dunk ravenclaw yeah Yeah. no questions asked she's Mm -hmm. really brave though yeah she's really brave and also she's like super different in that takes a lot of bravery i don't think she had a reason to be more brave than uh ravenclaw until she met the gryffindors and actually became friends Mm. with them though like, so. she had to get over her mom dying, but other than that, she mm-hmm. probably had a pretty cushy life. You'd get to meet her mom. Yeah. Wait, how early are we possessing these people? Let's say for her. Why the fuck not? You get Luna growing up. the whole yeah. shebang, you guys. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm into it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that now... That makes my heart feel things. <laughs> yeah. It's warm and fuzzy. <laughs> All right, uh, on to the next. Okay, so our topic today is going to be magical paintings and pictures. Ah! I'm so excited. I like. I have so many questions about this one. Like, I, we've also had kind of heavier topics lately. So back to fun. Mm-hmm. Back to the goofy. Fun? <laughs> to have fun again, like we used to. Back when we were happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're basically talking about uh, magical pictures and uh, paintings and specifically, I think, that the moving and talking aspect of them. Mm -hmm. And I'll just get it started with a question I'd like to pose to you guys. Mm -hmm. Does a wizard have to paint it? Or could it happen with a muggle painting? Is it like a spell afterward to bring it to life? Um, Well, I was just doing some reading because I was actually curious about that myself. And it sounds to me that there are wizard artists. And it was saying essentially the painter is responsible for making the person who it is. Mm -hmm. So imparting phrases and like aspects of the, the sitter. Um, so that painting only knows what the artist told it to know. Hmm. So, How interesting. And then uh, in the case of the headmasters, apparently the paintings are done earlier on in their lives. And then uh, as they've been headmaster for how many years, they teach the painting things. Mm, so that's, that's why neat. they're a little bit more fully fleshed out once they're dead. That makes so much sense. Once yeah. they're dead. Which I had no idea. <laughs> so. so the alive headmaster can teach the painting? Yeah, something? yeah. The painting can be taught things, but I guess it has to do with, you know, casting spells upon the thing. And that's why, like, some paintings can have enchantments to go places and hide things and all that sort of mm. stuff. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it 
it's all very like you have to be very cognitive about what's happening when you are creating the portrait, I guess. But then with the we've seen the photography a couple times. And yeah. I guess mm-hmm. for the most part, they're very basic, like serious screaming in the. Yeah, jail. I think I think in the case of the photos, it was it's more like what's how, happening at that moment. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like recording a video in like the muggle world. But yeah. um, apparently they put it through like a special magical potion to develop it like mm-hmm. film. Oh, cool. And that's how it does all the weird shit. Cool. But, yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about that. Like, is it just like a flash of the person at that time, like their personality and stuff? Or does it have like a sentient link to the person? Because there is one instance in the fifth book where um, they were like at the borough or something. And uh, it's like a family portrait of the Weasleys and Percy had walked out. Mm. So it's like. That didn't mm, happen right. until he got estranged from his family. So I think you can enchant the photos further, but um, in the actual like, I'm just taking your photo. It's essentially just making a GIF. Oh, or it's yeah. maybe like uh, having a dog, and the picture feeds off the emotions of everyone around it. So it knew everyone was pissed at Percy. So oh, I shoved see. Him yeah. out of the photo. <laughs> Interesting. Or Percy was pissed yeah, at that's them. Sort so. of that's how I'd interpret it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really, really weird. It's like almost like the paintings are legitimizing. Yeah, yeah we're gonna a say that bit. word more. Yeah. We didn't get sick of Til it last it episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Us fumbling through that freaking word, we're gonna say it more. Maybe by episode sixty-seven, we'll have it down. <laughs> so oh, arbitrary. Dear. All right, episode sixty-seven. Looking at you. Here looking we go. at you. Yeah, but like I don't know, like <laughs> the way you say it, like it has to be like in the room, and it sort of like feeds off the person. Like all I can think of is like like tea. <laughs> What? Like a mm-hmm. like a tea bag oh. and tea or something, and it's sort of like infusing <laughs> the hot water with the person. You that know, got weird. <laughs> Katie on her downtime has some thoughts. Which which is the tea bag? Yeah, like who's the picture the or the no, room? No, the the person Are you having is tea the tea bag with the painting. <laughs> what person? And, and the painting is the tea because it's like it's getting an infusion of like the concentrated person. Should we like take a break? To so make the some cup tea? is the room. Is that what's happening? The cup the is the, the room. water is the walls. The people. The people. The people. And then you throw a tea bag in there, and then it's no wait no, no the, the other way around. The yeah. pictures are the water, yeah. and you throw about eight tea bags in there because there's so many weasleys. And they leach and off of it until they to make ha- this unholy mass of tea. Weasley tea. Weasley tea. It's I wonder if it's ginger flavored tea. Oh, it's definitely orange pico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, those are that's interesting. That well, uh... The other thing I was thinking, uh, maybe before we we went on that uh, tea bag uh, rant, but anyways, <laughs> tea bag tangent. <laughs> um, I was thinking of the album that Hagrid gives to Harry, full of his yeah. portraits mm. of his parents, mm. and I'm wondering if those photos interact with Harry differently. So like when Harry's looking at the book, they're like, they're happier. They're like engaged with him. Whereas if Hagrid were looking at it, they'd just be like, cool, we're here. What's up? Or if it's just constantly they're at that level of whatever emotion they were having when the picture got taken. So they're just all happily waving. It's probably more so what was happening in the moment. But I, I just feel like they'd probably light up a bit more for Harry. At least I, I hope think so. so too. I mean, I think this is probably like a conscious choice on JK's part 
because she deals with like the finality of death a lot but like none of the people that harry loses he ever is able to talk to in a portrait yeah and i always thought that was kind of sad like he never talks to the pictures of his parents like he can like he could talk to them but they don't mm-hmm. talk back yeah. you know he doesn't just like uh, the not mirror serious as well. or anything so you might have talked to dumbledore though no, he doesn't. When he the headmaster snoozing oh, right. in the portrait, right. he never actually Snape talks to Dumbledore, and he sees that through Snape's memories. That must be awesome. pen, pen Do you think that's a difference between photographs and paintings? The photographs yeah, they don't speak because they when they're reading newspapers. Yeah, you're right. Not every silent. newspaper is screaming out; it's all silent. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and, a good. And but I think that's paintings to the differences of the mediums in general. Like mm-hmm. a painting or a portrait of a person is going to be so much more personal yeah personal there's going to be a lot more there whereas like just a snapshot is it's just that moment yeah Yeah, it's not who they are that's how i've had it in my head too is that the the a picture taken with a camera doesn't have words it's just that moment because also like (laughs) let's talk about tea let's talk about (laughs) back to the tea katie really wants tea guys It's a good analogy. <laughs> I don't want to guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Does that mean it's a good analogy then? <laughs> no, probably not. I, I'm starting to get it. It's it's yeah. it's seeping into me. We'll say. <laughs> You're steeping. Yeah. That steep outfit. <laughs> For our commercial. Canadian listeners. Uh, it's a Tim Hortons commercial like, no. like eight years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Steeped outfit? Yeah, it's like when they brought in steep tea. This is all going to get cut, but... And the mom thinks steeped is like a slang word. Oh, I see. Mrs. Chen, your garden's looking steeped. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I straight up think that photographs and paintings are different and photographs don't speak and they're a capture of that moment in time, whatever is like... It's almost like the new iPhone. When I got the new iPhone and you take a picture and it takes the burst photos and it will move, I'm like, this is like Harry Potter cameras. Like, <laughs> It's just that moment. You just get the five seconds, mm-hmm. six seconds of the movement and the emotion of the room or the person. And like Laura said, a painting is much more personal, like capturing someone with well, a different medium takes more mm-hmm. time and you can well, infuse more into yeah. it. Infuse? Eh? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. You can steep some You can steep some knowledge. knowledge into the to it, guys. <laughs> you can make some tea while you paint the portrait. Yeah. Exactly. Pour tea on the portrait. You can make it with tea. And age it. Yeah. Right? You know? <laughs> so many options. So yeah, and then that's when they get to talk and actually have thoughts and opinions and personalities. Um, what's also interesting, I think, is there are sometimes we see pictures. At, well, I don't know if it's, it was actually portraits or pictures, but in Gilderoy Lockhart's office, tons of little little Lockharts mm. all around. And they said that when Harry and Ron come in or something at night, they all have like curlers in their hair and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's a little bit like... What? <laughs> like, I feel like he told the portraits to do that. Right, though. like, like yeah. he would have been yeah, totally ragged bitches. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I think he Check might yourself. have like <laughs> enchanted those photos up a bit more. Oh yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Unless unless He's it's like, like a different kind of magical much. camera, I don't know because his his mm. photographs seem to act more like portraits. Yeah, so. I feel like the big ones that well had like the curlers and stuff would have been painted. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe they were paintings yeah. then, because uh, don't they hide when Snape walks by? But yeah. then they also like agree with him when when Lockhart is saying things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, they'd like talk. I think it was just or, like did the, they just nod? The headshots that would have been photos that he was signing and stuff. Yeah, it's there's one in it's in the movie. It's not in the books, but there's one portrait of Gilderoy painting a portrait. Oh, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the dynamic that within that picture? That's yeah. such a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I I could see him painting multiple oh, magical portraits of himself, yeah, or so maybe, sitting for multiple. Yeah. Maybe he portraits. was good at um, the the forgetting charm as well as Olivier. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. as well as painting. Those would be, be super funny if those were the two areas that he yeah. just like specialize in. Because he's and like then, the me's have to be as realistic yeah. as possible. <laughs> and then after his accident, all of them are very childishly drawn, but he still keeps painting them. See, that is also the thing. There is a nightmare possibility with these. This, yeah. This, you know, like childish or badly drawn things <laughs> or, come to life. Yeah. Or well, like a bad, like people thinking bad thoughts or like imb- imbuing it with bad or, thoughts when you're painting it or drawing it. Like it could get pretty fucked up. Well, think of Sirius's mom's portrait. That was a painting yeah. and she was ooh, vicious. Very vicious. And mm-hmm. somehow she could control the curtains to open. Oh, maybe it's like, you know how like wizards can do magic just by emotions? Maybe yeah. maybe that is that sort that of thing. Like even is... through the painting, she huh. still has magic. Ooh. Or it's like the will that of the That or whoever house. painted her was just like, yeah, heebie-jeebies. And then heebie-jeebies ended up in the painting. <laughs> the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> the heebie-jeebies. Or she's haunting the house through the painting. Yeah. Mm. I also thought that they have control of their the hardware of their painting. Like the fat lady has the ability to swing her painting yeah. open. She can move oh, she's it. She's enchanted to do that though because mm-hmm. she's also a like a porthole or something. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the same when but they at, put when they yeah. when she gets scared and they move her and put Sir um Cadigan. Cadigan Cad- on Cad- and he can Cadugan. also Cadugan, he can swing it open. And... But they would have enchanted him for that purpose. But still that potential is still there. Yeah. So Sirius's mom could have been enchanted to yeah, yeah, I think right. Okay, I think that that's the thing with them is just like the painting has to be enchanted to mm. do certain things, otherwise it's not going to do them. Because yeah. mm. they're not sentient; mm. they're mm. just reflections of whatever. Yeah. Do you think a painting can be destroyed? Absolutely. Yeah. Unless they're enchanted not to be. Because like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Molly wanted to get rid of that. Yeah, painting. she's got a yeah one of them permanent sticking charms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Also, do portraits feel pain? Because I was honestly just thinking, like, well, what if you destroyed it, like, lit it on fire? Like, would she die horribly? Well, I guess if if she had no way of getting out. I think she'd show it as. I also... I wonder if there are portrait crimes. Portrait Portrait crimes. crimes. (laughs) I feel like that would be, like, a weird section of of the Ministry of Magic. I would (laughs) actually, like, kind of... I think I found a new dream job. Yeah, that's my job. (laughs) That's my magical job. (laughs) Finding portrait crimes. Portrait crimes. Portrait crimes. So there's just like... (laughs) We've got a jingle. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like a room in Hogwarts of of portraits. And you come along and you're like, these portraits have to be shown. These people are living in seclusion. Or like, what about uh, like art collectors? They just get all these portraits and they like store them in a crate somewhere. (laughs) Zoo. <laughs> it's <No>. our gallery. <laughs> We're all just talking to each other. And, oh. 
I suppose so. Mm, portrait so, rights, what are they? Do, yeah. Does a portrait have to be on the same wall or a conjoining wall as another one to be able to move to that other portrait? Duggan could go anywhere, really. Yeah, but he, he went through other, other paintings. Por- portraits mm-hmm. to get to. Like you to. could get everywhere in the castle. it just by take going a long to, yeah. time. I mean, yeah, like Violet, the fat lady's friend, comes down mm-hmm. from like the great mm-hmm. hall to like go up to Gryffindor Tower when that's pretty far away. So yeah. when you're taken off the wall, it's like you're in prison now, other than like Phineas oh. Nagellus who oh. could transport mm. between. Yeah. But mm. a normal painting would just be like, okay, now I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe if they like misbehave, they got confined to their portrait. <laughs> How does a portrait misbehave? know not opening the door (laughs) yeah Yeah, i guess do you think back to the like can you destroy a portrait so cadogan's original like what he was painted in and he can move from portrait to portrait if someone attacked that and like let's say lit it on fire he could escape that actual frame but do you think once that painting melted he would also he just would disappear he'd be Mm. gone or could he live and continue to live quote unquote in another portrait even though his original frame and home was gone yeah. Well, I think so because in when Sirius Black attacked the fat lady, mm-hmm. it's all shredded up and she oh, left. True. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Phil had there. to restore her before she could come back. I yeah. think like he yeah. had to restore the canvas. And it took a long time. I I, I don't know, I but like the, maybe she would fade after a while. Yeah, or something? I think I'm the magic sure. is in the portrait they're painted on. Mm-hmm. It can extend from it, but as soon as that is unfixable, like if it's burnt or something, and yeah, maybe they just start to fade because the magic isn't powerful from their origin anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it depends on the enchantment. Like maybe them being able to leave their portrait is an enchantment. So I don't know. I guess if the artist allowed for that to happen, maybe they can live anywhere. Mm. Or maybe yeah. maybe it has yeah, to be right. within that painting style, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that you can't have an impressionist in like a classist. Yeah. classist or or if they put a new blank canvas on the wall and they come into that one and then someone just kind of goes over it with a brush and they're like, ah, your new portrait. <laughs> <laughs> Here you are, a new place to live. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, I was thinking about those uh, portraits that we see that can travel between other pictures of themselves, like Phineas Nigellus, like uh, Dillisterwood, Everard, what's-his-face, mm-hmm. um, like the Hogwarts whatever, and the, the guys who have portraits in the Ministry of Magic and in St. Mungo's. So, I mean, with Phineas Nigellus, his portrait in the Black House, when he's not there, it's empty. Mm-hmm. So is there just the one person and yeah. it can go? Or are there ever two? Hmm. I wonder if maybe they were just all painted at the same time, and then that's why they're linked. Interesting. I mean, like, actual, like, duplicate Yeah, like, the artist was like, oh, so you're ordering three because you want this to be in three different locations? Okay. And then it it was, like, a triptych or something, and then maybe that's why they're linked. Or, I don't know, magic, maybe. I think there's only only one painted. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I Um, agree with Craig. Because uh, when the Muggle Prime Minister was staring at oh, whatever yeah. it was that that, that painting it disappears and it's just an empty muddy canvas mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah, i think you'd I only have to paint scene. one me too such a good opening the other minister chapter yeah. where they uh, it's in the sixth sixth book sixth book <laughs> anyway bit of a digression but i, I just had to say it because it was so good yeah mm-hmm. 
Um, going back to maybe cameras. Uh, I mean, this all sort I want of <laughs> it. It sort of is like this ongoing thing that we have with the wizarding world. Like, how much technology is too much technology? Mm. Because like, like a working camera. I mean. It's like the past, what, 150 years or something that mm-hmm. that's been going on. Like, how come that works at Hogwarts? Yeah. Because. Well, it's analog. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not digital. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> the wizards saw the muggles make this great machine and they're like, oh, this would save us so much time rather than paint every single portrait that's maybe going in a newspaper or something. Right. Uh, mm. We can adopt it into our own yeah. technology. Oh, that's that's another note I had for the paintings. Um, we mentioned in, like impressionism and stuff like that. I don't think that ever really happened in the wizarding world. I think they just sort of right. got stuck in the Renaissance. <laughs> yeah. That was the yeah. style of the yeah. time. And they were just <laughs> yeah. like, this is how we make magic portrait. <laughs> Stay this here. Is, yeah. This is how we make magic portrait. <laughs> yeah. Magic portrait pretty. Until we get camera. <laughs> yeah. And it will say it. And cameras will stay analog forever. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be like stuck in the... Because I don't know, even Colin Creevy's style of camera was mm-hmm. um, like 20s or 30s. Yeah, it had like that big flashball yeah. puff of smoke. Yeah, I guess wizards don't really need to innovate as much as muggles do. So yeah. I think they just, they're sort of happy with what they've got. Yeah. It's probably the only instance of a light bulb in Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the flashbulbs. Yeah. Um, oh, man, pictures are fun. Yeah. This is a fun topic. I'm mean, yeah. fun. Would you guys leave yourself as a portrait? Um, absolutely. absolutely. It's absolutely. kind of like immortality, yeah. is yeah. it yeah. not? I would yeah. Lockhart the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be I everywhere. Um, uh, on the lines of another Meet Your Podcasters, where would your second portrait be? Where would you want to travel to from your original? Hmm. I guess we got to figure out where our first yeah, I guess location would be... Um, Let's all just say we're all together. Yeah. Okay, in this, well, in in this, this room. room yeah. yeah, okay. So in our podcasting room, we have a portrait, and it leads to another one. Yeah. Mm. Are we going like... I have a real-life answer. I don't have sure. a magical answer. I have a real-life answer. I live across the country from my family, mm. so I'd hang my portrait in my home in BC, so I can visit mom and dad whenever I want. Yeah. That's okay. real life. Like, that's yeah. not a magical. No, I think yeah. that's that'd be fine. It's totally magical. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, I'd want a portrait in a Ministry of Magic or somewhere really cool in Hogwarts. But that's my first immediate answer is, yeah, portrait at home. Like, I don't really have a specific place in mind. But I think just like, I don't know, maybe like somewhere outside like or at least like on the outside of a building or something or with a good view i don't know like it'd just be like nice to like <laughs> see something I, pretty <laughs> like happen all the time like just go pop over and be like oh a pretty sunset and then come back to my friends have some alone time i don't know <laughs> yeah i i thought i would do something like that too but then i was like how much fun would it be to just like have your portrait hanging in like the house of commons or something like that <laughs> and just troll the government all day <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Shout things from the You're rafters. Like, oh, second. You're British you too. Filibuster? Yeah. Can you filibuster? I would filibuster so much. <laughs> oh Lord, that's such a good one. I don't like whenever I disagreed with like horrible women's rights issues that came up and be like, really guys? And just like take my top off. How about these tits, huh? Permanent sticking term. Yeah. (laughs) I'd enchant the 
shit out of it too so they could never move me. <laughs> Just naked all the time. <laughs> well, I'm and then not. I'd invite the fat lady and we just like drink and like. Yeah. <laughs> On the line of uh, naked all the time, I'd, I think hanging over the uh, Playboy Grotto would be all right. Oh. <laughs> Is there still dude such it up. a thing? I don't know. Didn't he sell it? Did he? I don't know. I thought Playboy's it's getting a little old. Well, the magazine, yeah. yeah, it's it's no longer what it was, I guess. But I think it's I still think pretty much still the same. Lives there. Naked chicks, yeah. No, it's not, no, naked, it's not naked chicks anymore. anymore. Oh, it's it's more temporized. Like, uh, yeah, lingerie, <laughs> barely clothed yeah. chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still lives there. It's still yeah. they have parties regularly. He never shows up, but there's bunnies that live there for sure. All right, well, yeah, it'd be all right with that. I like Laura's best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura wins that round. What about you? Oh, I said, I don't know. I, re- I was just like a pretty thing. Ah. Oh, yeah. Outside. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe like if I was back home, but like outside facing the water. I don't know. Like somewhere in Port Elgin. It's like a pretty what beach about, town um... and the sun sets over, the, over Lake Huron. And it's, it's really oh, pretty. Oh, yeah. It's really beautiful. Like, I'd, yeah. I'd like to be there. Also, I... it's really cool in winter because the lake freezes over and it's super crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I definitely thought you were going to say something to do with like maybe like where Napoleon's portrait is just so you could like bug him all the time. <laughs> oh Katie really God. likes Napoleon. Uh, okay, so now I have a new one. <laughs> That's so much better than a stupid sunset. Yeah, I could just be like fangirl over Napoleon. I just like that era of history. It's really interesting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess I'm going to the Louvre. Yeah, sure. wherever, wherever that. I'm that sure he's got a few. You could always ask him where his you know locations are. It's the one with what? his hand and his the standing one, like the famous one, right? That's in the Louvre. Oh, what you're thinking of? No, I, I, the the one where he's crossing the Alps and his oh, fingers yeah. in the air. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going that yeah. way. That's also in the Louvre, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Did, you're going to France. I'm going to does France. Does the Louvre rent out paintings to other museums at all, art galleries, or? I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, I'd, I'd want to go to the Louvre because then you could get Rent sent other places as well. So you're not always in the same spot. And you could bug me forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wants to follow Katie. <laughs> forever. Come on. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so yeah, I'd love to be. I'd love to be a painting. I would like paint it early though. Like, yeah, so just, you could like, like teach it a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, so it's like as good a copy. Yeah. And get all the enchantments you can on it, just so you're like, we're sticking around. We are never going away. Knowing my life, my portrait would probably become smarter than I and start to prank me as a human. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'd get mad at my portrait and want nothing to do with it. (laughs) That's how my life would go down. That's really funny. (laughs) Like, that's really funny. I'm smarter in my portrait. (laughs) Like, your worst enemy is yourself. (laughs) Oh, God. That's hilarious. Good old Kate. <laughs> I feel like it'd be more fun to be a portrait than a real human. Yeah. <laughs> like, the same kind of boat. Because literally, you, you still have, like, your consciousness, and you can still make choices and do fun things, but, like, there are, like, no consequences for you anymore. Yeah. Like, little to no. You can you stand can in the House of Commons topless. Yeah, and you'd be <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Arrest me? Come at me, bros. <laughs> I don't know. They just put a sheet over you and you're like, oh. And then, yeah, do a Mrs. Black and fly it open. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when my tits are there. <laughs> oh, no. Old painty Laura. Old painty Laura tits. <laughs> yeah, I really want to be a painting now. <laughs> I really want to be a painting. I know. 
really messing up my life. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if anyone would like vandalize me though and like make me look like a troll because they're like, this girl's a troll. They painted like a giant top on top or a big black sensor bar. <laughs> <laughs> it is the yeah. government. They yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if you would have to protect your portrait against like alterations in that respect because mm, probably I mean, there's an enchantment. The paint maybe. would just like drip off no matter the type of paint. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> oh, it's back. <laughs> That'd be really funny. I don't know. I kind of like moving in three dimensions right now. Yeah. I mean, the only, I guess, downside, apparently you can still have hangovers. (laughs) (laughs) They just needed to go to a picture with a lake and drink some water. I guess they can't drink any water because they just like dilute themselves. That's their oil. Well, they drank the wine. But it was paint wine. (laughs) It was paint they were drinking like paint. paint Wait, <laughs> isn't the fat lady drinking tea at one point too? I don't remember that, but maybe. When she like sleeps and stuff, like mm-hmm. portraits still sleep. Speaking of the movie, I'm, I think they did it pretty well. I never pictured that um, grand stairwell area just being paintings everywhere. Yeah, yeah I really I like that. That, that was such it. a lovely surprise. Yeah. That was great. I agree. That was really good. It also helps sort of like sell the age of the place too, because yeah. it's been around forever, right? Yeah, well, a thousand years, long enough mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of paintings. Onwards, onwards and upwards. Yay! And twirling, twirling, twirling. towards freedom. And now it's time for the Quizzler. Quick quotes quiz. Professor uh, Quizzle. Professor Quizzle. <laughs> or I heard Matt say the Quizengamot. And I, I like thought that, that yeah. was really funny. That's a good one. So now we have like, what, five names? Jesus. Four. Yeah. Four. Four names for one fucking segment. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to pick a quote from the books. And my fellow podcasters are going to try to guess who said it and in which book. So here is the quote. No, I think you're like James, who would have regarded it as the height of dishonor to mistrust his friends. I'm going to say Lupin Book 5, but I'm totally guessing, as I usually do. Anyone else? Mm. <laughs> yeah, Lupin. Um, struggling between which book, because I can't remember who he's talking. Well, he's talking to Harry, but I forget. But what? I'm going to change it up and say Dumbledore. I'm trying to decide if it's early years or close to the end. I'll I'll say loop in book six, because I don't want to pick the same thing as Laura. (laughs) (laughs) No one would. I'm going to do Dumbledore five. Yo, I sweeped you all. Well, sort of. Uh, It is Lupin book seven. It's right after um, they go to the borough. They have the seven potters. And um, they think that someone let the plan slip because the Death Eaters knew. Mm. And Harry's like, no, no one would betray me. And Lupin's like, you dumb, son. So, but like, honestly, I've been listening to them back. And like, Laura is like queen of the half point. You will always say like, you're guessing, but like 50%, like you're probably going to win. Just go with my guts. You you get like like a half point each time. Are you keeping score somewhere? Certainly no. (laughs) Maybe we should. We'll update social media with stats at some point. Yeah, I guess so. If someone could... Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to fudge the, the numbers. Are? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So. That's a good one. 
<laughs> you win, Katie. <laughs> you <laughs> win. <laughs> you are the quiz and gamut. <laughs> so that should mean you get a half a point because oh, we only everybody? got. If, if you'd stumped us completely, mm. that would have been one point, but we each got Lupin, so you only get a yeah, half a point. I guess. Just so okay. that the quiz master has a chance at the getting quiz a point. Master. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. We'll add that into the mix. Yeah. Sure. Guys, <laughs> whoever's keeping score, yeah, who's there. keeping score. Moving forward. Whoever's <laughs> our Lee Jordan out there. Yeah, we're just we're just having fun. Whoever's listening, starting with episode nine and going backwards, found our spot. Yeah. yeah. Hey you. Hey you. Cool. You weirdo. <laughs> Alrighty, so now it's time for characters from other shows that are Slytherins. That was a good one. It's just all one it's, note. There it is. It's like a rap. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 No, it's definitely not that. Maybe a Drake <laughs> rap. Okay, so anyway, it's a character from a TV show, a movie, a book, uh, whatever I choose. Um, it's a character I think would be in Slytherin. Were they magical and in Hogwarts and um, all that? So I find clips that prove my point and I show it to my, my friends here and we talk for a while. <laughs> that's Sometimes. That. So this one I've got today I'm very excited about. I'm usually excited about them, but this time I'm very excited about it. It is Mr. Titus Andromedon from yes. Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> the unbreakable yes. Kimmy Schmidt. Titus Andromedon, such a wonderful character. So funny. If you haven't seen Kimmy Schmidt, I implore you to. It's yes. on the Netflix. Go get it. It's delightful, and I think he's a wonderful character on the show. He's so entertaining, like most Slytherins are, and... Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll play some clips now. I'm already on board. Kimberly, when I first heard about you, Delio, all I cared about was the lurid, titillating details. Like how we built Canman to practice kissing on, and we only had one rule. Don't fall in love with Canman. But Canman was irresistible. No, no. All I care about is helping my friend. So, I'm coming with you. You do that for me? So I can see the trial without ads. Sorry, I meant... So I can see the trial without ads. I'm really trying to be supportive here. I'm your friend. So I'm going to come to Dernsville with you. So I can see the trial without ads. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know what to spend all this money on. How about rent, utilities? Unicorn, leprechaun. (laughs) Let's be real. I'm going to use this money for something for myself. This is about justice. Kimmy is a private person. She doesn't want this kind of attention. The cameras in her face, the microphones, cameras. <laughs> but for her sake, I'll take all the attention, all of it. Now, please rise for the national anthem. For the red, white, and blue. For the funny things you do. America, America, this is you. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, so okay, that's so. that's our Titus. Yes, um, yes, all things yes. I love him. You know, uh, he's a little uh, self-centered. A little. He's extremely self-centered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's funny, and like he's still like a supportive friend, even though he sort of does things for his own reasons too. And I mean, yeah, he's he's very ambitious. He always like thinks of himself as a star on the rise. 
And um, he's just like a, a delightful, funny person. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's very Slytherin. Yeah, and he kind of adopts Kimmy as his family. Yeah. So it, it still well, works. Well, he's using on that her for level. rent money. He yeah. does. Yeah. But... Yeah, he totally scams yeah. her. I don't, I don't think Slytherins are against taking from other Slytherins. Do you think Kimmy's a Slytherin? No, but like in the she's family. She's a Hufflepuff. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's on your team. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes is the like he finally lets her live and it like gives her a closet and is like this is mine and this is mine and this is mine and this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the rent money. <laughs> it's so good. It's all mine, but yeah. you just pay for everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until they like build that friendship, that whole dynamic is very yeah, he's absolutely a Slytherin. Yeah, he's great. All right, cool. Yeah. We're just all in agreement there. Yep. He's what a, a great character. He's so, so funny. I love him. We right. learn not to be drinking anything whenever we <laughs> yeah. know he's going he to say something. He always oh. kills me. Yeah. <laughs> Spit takes. Yeah, like yeah. I, we were eating while watching it last night, and yeah, I, I nearly died a couple times. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mad. <laughs> so now it's time for another underrated character. And this one was really easy for me because of our topic today. The underrated Harry Potter character of this episode is Colin Creevy. Hmm. Damn! Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Born into a muggle family. Dad was a milkman. Don't remember what mom was. But then... Mam's a witch. (laughs) 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 Your Seamus was better than my I I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. But yeah, then came to uh, Hogwarts and got introduced to the magical world and just wanted to take photos of everything and remember every moment. And he's <laughs> such a cute little kid and I love him. I think my absolute favorite part is um, when he, there's a shot of him in the movie doing like a gasp and it's just like so over the top and perfect. <laughs> yeah, he's a delightful little guy. I always feel like if I ever met anyone involved in Harry Potter like that, I'd just be like a Colin Creepy. Like I get him. Like yes. I get it. Like yes. his whole like just following Harry around breathless being like, ah, can I take a picture? Like, I feel like that would be me. I'd try to be cool, but I'd end up being Colin Creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. He's That's just... like the story of my life. Tried to be cool, ended up Colin Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he's petrified, he's like with the camera and, it, yeah. and it's just, it's so cute and it's like, I don't know. I just love that scene. And even though it's sad and this, this what's happening and everything, but then they just like lie him down in the movie and he's like, <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing, but it's really funny. <laughs> She's leaning back. <laughs> I was like, I'm petrified, I'm holding a camera. He's possibly another character similar to Seamus, where he's funnier in the movies than in the books. Like he was yeah. pretty cool character in the books, but I think you get a more rounded. I wonder what happened to idea. that actor though, because he's phased out of the movies. Yeah, yeah. they bring in this other actor named Nigel or something, and he's yeah. like the little kid yeah. in the DA. But like Colin Creevy, you know, I I think he plays much more. Maybe cool. he got weird looking or something. <laughs> he became That's weird mean. looking. Well, who knows? Uh, maybe could have been um, like Crab or Goyle, whichever one got caught with pot. <laughs> Crab did, I think. I'm not sure, but I mean, Colin Creevy, such yeah. a guy. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't. I even like him in the book, even though like J.K. writes him and Harry gets annoyed with him, and he's kind of a little 
annoying first year, which we've all been through and experienced annoying first years. I'd been them. Yeah, I'd been <laughs> them. But I still loved in the books the the funniness of like the humor of like Harry trying to dodge him in the hallways and like yeah. lose his little f- puppy follower, you know? Yeah, I thought he was like the other side of Ginny yeah, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> he like, took over for Ginny when she calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> And his brother, also, like, they're both the most Gryffindor of all Gryffindors. Like, they're so brave. Like, they're just not scared of anything. Like, when Dennis uh, Creepy comes in in school, and he, like, fell in the lake. lake, And then the giant squid pushed him up. They were both, like, ecstatic about that. Imagine just, like, being 14 and your 11-year-old brother's like, I almost died. And me like, wow! I touched the squid. (laughs) He was like the opposite of Ginny. Ginny was like shy of Harry Potter and he was like right up in his face. Do you want to bet that um, Colin sold Ginny some of his portraits, some of his pictures? Absolutely. Ginny had them under her pillow maybe? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Oh, he has like a Harry Potter black market. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he does. I mean, to bring it down, he died in the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah. Like that's fucking sad. I think he would have gone on to be an excellent photojournalist. I know. Absolutely. He was underage, but he snuck, snuck back to fight. Freaking Gryffindor, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. Brave. brave. Low blow, JK. Low blow. Low blow. <laughs> More ain't uh, pretty. No. So, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, to, Katie. I had to say it. <laughs> it was you going said. so well. <laughs> he ruined it. It's true. Um, Underappreciated. Yeah, we also have death. He's yeah. he's delightful. I think he would make a really funny ghost at Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. dude! Taking pictures yeah. of the first years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, line up. Aww. <laughs> ghost camera pictures. What would happen with that? Oh, there's just like ghost portraits everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> floating ghost down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> the Weird. portrait floats down the hall, and then two seconds later, the the subject is like, wait. Or or it's like um, leprechaun coins. He gives them the photo, and then ah. it just fades away in yeah. like ten minutes. Spooky. Now it's time for Mary Boff kill. Boff. We're gonna stick with Boff. I think I like Boff. All right, it's so funny. Yeah, stick with Boff. Just for you, Jamie. Just for you, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Your presence lingers on like a portrait. <laughs> like a. Like a really good boff. <laughs> like, a, like a myrtle. Yeah, yeah it works. <laughs> She's our moaning myrtle. Aww. Moaning myrtle, Jamie. Poor Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. Anywho, so uh, we, we're going to pick three characters. You marry one, you fuck one, and you kill one. And that's the rules. Those are the rules. So uh, this time we have a Triwizard Tournament. This one. does not mean that you can have a threesome, Kate. Yes. Oh, I don't want a threesome this time around. <laughs> no. This time. Not this time. Um, so our three today are Victor Crumb, Fleur Delacour, or Cedric Diggory. The three champions. And Craig gets to go first. <sighs> Try and be contrary now. Try it. I'm sure I you don't, still can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think there's going to be an issue. Uh, starting off with the easy one. Killing Cedric Diggory. You're killing a lot of Hufflepuffs, dude. I know. (laughs) Make more room for me. That's There's plenty of room for everyone. That's the point. (laughs) He's obviously the worst of the three, okay? I'm going to marry Crumb for his money and boff Fleur. (laughs) Okay. Boffing Fleur just because of the aforementioned heterosexuality or... 
No, it's just kind of like I'm she's marrying Crumb, so left. she's the last. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. You don't hate her enough to kill her, like Cedric. Why do you hate Cedric? I don't That's hate why, Fleur. Yeah. That's jealous. why I said why. Why? Why hate Cedric? Because I wanted to buff Fleur. Okay. And oh, marry Crumb. Okay. okay, so gotcha. Crumb was like, I know I'm going to marry Crumb. Yeah. And then it was just a toss-up between the two, and you were no, like, no. No toss-up at all. Okay. Laura? Well, I'm going to marry Cedric Diggory, because right. that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. It's just what you do, okay? What you do. He's just, he's he's all around good, and he's so good looking, and he's just, he would be so good. He's a hottie. Yeah. Ah, damn it. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna kill Fleur. <laughs> Does nothing for me, and I guess I guess I'll boff the crumb. Boff and crumb. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'll I'll go third, I suppose. I'm actually going to marry Fleur Ooh. because um, she fine. She fine as hell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Looks great. I'd have pretty children. Well, if our DNA could, whatever. Uh, <laughs> magic. No, let's, it's a magical let's world. Into that no, one. she would. She would. She would be the carrier. Whatever. Um, She's got dim birth and hips in Katie's fantasy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but very pretty, you know, bit of a Vila charmer. I feel like she would be the one to go talk to people. If we were like going to a restaurant or something and you're like, Fleur, go, go talk go to the person. Yeah, go charm this get person. Us free like, go order off the menu I basically, for us. yeah, like I want her to like get me shit, you know, because I feel like she could. Also, I think she's like a really good wife. Like mm-hmm. when she marries Bill, like she's super protective. She's super in love with him. Mm-hmm. You know, they all make fun of her. They say like phlegm and stuff. But like when it came down to it, she is like 100%. I am on your side. I love you very much and sticking by you no matter what. I thought that was great. Um, moving on. I'd kill crumb just because like i'm not really that into sports i suppose (laughs) i feel like a man's life hangs in the balance (laughs) and you kill him because you don't like sports well if it's like talking about spending i don't know being spending time with him i don't know it'd be like cedric was on the quidditch team as well crumb's whole life is quidditch basically and um you know he's sort of a child prodigy in that that aspect so i feel like that would be one track mind quidditch quidditch so yeah killing him and then i would uh fuck cedric because he also fine Mm. yeah i mean they're all fine and like i feel like cedric would be like good to you in bed you know like he'd be like you could be his bella you know fuck off (laughs) (laughs) you fuck off (laughs) all right sorry (laughs) i got really angry (laughs) No Twilight. I would kill Crumb because he annoys me. I'd sleep with Fleur because she's stunningly beautiful. And I'd marry Cedric. Absolutely. Hands down. Because it's the thing you do. It's the thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd also make a really good husband and father. And yeah, and I'd get to sleep with him lots of times, not just once. Amos Diggory would be in your life, though. And I feel yeah, like that yeah. would suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he could manipulate Cedric into the coming to the right side. I mean, like, just stop talking to him, man. <laughs> no, more, no more Christmases at the diggeries. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Well, you know, the Hufflepuffs are easy to manipulate. <laughs> They're so loyal. They're so loyal. To right? his family. Uh, I guess that that's the problem. Chosen family. It's all good. You're all, you, you always get a crazy in-law you got to deal with, so. 
It's true. I'd get to ho- go home and sleep with Cedric every night. Although it would be a lot of fun just to hear like crumb pronounce things. Yes. <laughs> I feel like yeah. you could have a good life of just like, honey, what's that? <laughs> Sorry, where did you and go That's today? why I married him. That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. Well, I think I, actually this has been like our least contentious one yet. Because yeah. I went first. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone needs to uh, post that I need to go last. That's what they have to shut up, yeah. Craig. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's all for for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Make uh, yourself some tea. Make yourself some tea. <laughs> and steep in it. <laughs> steep it and look at. That some sounds tea. like a really bad Archer. diss. Make yourself some tea and steep in it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it, it's a it, Canadian insult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're in hot water now. <laughs> Nice. Good zinger. <laughs> she just fist pumped Lemon beer. zinger. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> a, a nice light episode compared to the yeah. last few. So They're just, just light and breezy, you guys. Yep. We're the fun podcast. Not like a regular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. Thanks for yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, okay, bye. So that's all for our podcast today. Thanks for listening. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are at Mischief Managed Podcast. At Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter, we're at Mischief Podcast. And we're on Tumblr and Instagram as well. So, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We're on all of them. We're on all of them. Just find a thing and we're on it, probably. Uh, We're on the internet, so that's where you're listening to this. So you know know that already. Hmm. Uh, Mystic Manage was co-created by the steeped Aaron Reinald and original music by the steeped Devin Highland. And as always, Mystic Managed. smelling her mic. Um, Sniff your way to riches. He'll <laughs> <laughs> bring luck to our podcast. Yeah. Smell your rentals. <laughs> they were someone else's. <laughs>